2: progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law
0: loud and local continues on the rock with kevin Deers, 99.9 kisw
3: hey it's loud and local stay home sessions right now i'm in a full room with all the members of greyhawk in the past i've talked with darren after a crazy thing that uh we'll get into a little bit more because uh We'll talk about. Uh, we'll touch on that a little bit later. If if you uh, want to listen to Darren's full episode a few months back, but right now I'm in with a band called Greyhawk. They have a new EP called Call of the Hawk. Welcome to the show, guys!
4: Thanks for having us, man.
3: You're very welcome. Uh, let's go around the room. Darren, start with you. What's your name, and what do you do in Greyhawk?
4: My name is Darren Wall, and I play bass, do a little backing vocals, and just. I'm the guy who just generally tries to figure this stuff out. <laughs>
3: you're you're the muscle. You're also the guy who bends the fucking uh, swords.
4: The st- I bend steel with my teeth on stage. This is also correct.
3: Yes. All right, who wants to jump in?
5: Hey, I'm Rev. Uh, I'm the vocalist. I write the lyrics, and I uh, introduce the songs when we play live, or I try to. <laughs> Looks like Jesse is... Well, his video just came up, which makes me think he's volunteering. Introduce himself next.
6: Oh, Yeah, I'm Jesse. Uh, Lead and rhythm guitars, uh, write a lot of the riffs, um, and uh, (laughs) wear white shoes for every show.
7: (laughs) All right, who's up next? Nate Butler, played the drums. I hit things (laughs) as hard as I can. (laughs) that's what i do and you drive a lot and i drive a lot nice yeah
3: and the newest member of the band i'm queuing you up yeah
8: (laughs) jacqueline (laughs) i'm a second string sorry i was having a little bit of connection issues no worries yeah i uh support jesse and I, i love playing with everybody
3: else on stage. So he wears the white shoes, do you have to wear the black shoes to to counterbalance the white or
8: <laughs> the black combat boots, yeah.
4: It's yin and yang in this band. We always yep. have something to balance everything out.
3: Right on. So okay, so this uh this new record uh is this um this EP that you put out was this uh, recorded and written p- during the pandemic when when you weren't able to play shows?
4: Yeah, it was. I mean, we the, the pandemic was not, I mean, not like it was good to any bands, but it wasn't really good to us at all. I'll be honest. We weren't having the best time writing music and we actually wrote a whole bunch of songs. We had a lineup change. We had another guitar player who we were we replaced with Jacqueline during the sh- during the shutdown. Um, and we just weren't overly inspired. And we kind of looked at the batch of songs and went, you know, we got five really good songs. And then we got a bunch that, aren't really jiving that well so we just decided to take the best five make an ep and kind of put a stamp on that chapter of the band so to speak you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. just close the COVID era of greyhawk i guess and and you know put something to put something out for that we think everyone would enjoy and um yeah kind of just get and then move on and start a new full length with a new lineup but i'm shocked by how much people are loving this ep tell you the truth i mean i'm proud as hell of it i think we all are but the response has been fantastic so far.
3: That's cool that you decided to to just like, hey, let's just take the best of the best and the stuff you weren't feeling just, you know, it could, it could have been easy to just be like, okay, well, let's just put out a full length, you know, give people 10 songs, but uh, that's good that you you went with the songs that you're really the most proud of.
5: I mean, it sounds obvious, and I think most bands would think this way, but we just really don't want to put out any bad songs. You know, <laughs> We want if someone you know finds a Greyhawk song on some corner of the internet or whatever it happens to be, and they press play on that song, we want every song we make to be you know something we can fully stand behind and that represents Greyhawk well.
3: Well, uh, you and Darren do a do a heavy metal uh, traditional kind of heavy metal podcast where you guys you know talk about new music. Is part of it that you don't want the Darrens and, and Revs from the other? side of the country to roast you guys about the new Greyhawk songs that might not be the best <laughs> yeah, it's,
4: yeah, it's, it's like it's like our version of the cold war we basically have our thing over here if you guys say something bad about us we'll go on our podcasts and and just nuke you guys out but exactly. uh, that's a no i mean that podcast was started basically just for us we were bored in the pandemic mm-hmm. and we both kind of realized that we weren't really listening to enough new music and that there's a lot of really good new music coming out in the traditional style. So we kind of decided to do a, you know, a a podcast where we do an absolute mega deep dive into all these albums. Like if anyone wants to listen to it, it's called keepers of the flame and fair warning, like very dry, extreme heavy metal nerdery where we go into every song in depth is what you're in for. So that's your kind of thing tune in, but if it's not, (laughs) you probably could hate it.
3: (laughs) Oh, it's a niche of a niche.
4: Correct. I think (laughs) doing the podcast, it does
5: get you into kind of the uh science and engineering of heavy metal and you kind of start to think about like what works in a song and what when when you haven't heard a band before what pops up and grabs you you know what makes you want to keep listening yeah and uh i think having that you know the 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 critical perspective uh, on just what works and what doesn't is i'm sure that's influenced our process already on some level
3: well, uh, so the last time I spoke with Darren on this podcast, uh, we did talk about, um, an active shooting that he was able to, to stop, but unfortunately he was involved in it and he took some bullets and, uh, we were, we were discussing that and the whole situation. So you can go back on this feed and listen to the full episode to get that, you know, the whole thing, the whole story and whatnot, but just wanted to make sure, Darren, how are you feeling now?
4: I'm good. I'm about hundred percent. Um, cool. It it, it it acts up a bit when the weather gets really cold, but you know, I'm walking around. I've actually managed to get back in the gym finally full time these last couple of weeks, which has been good. I tried and I tried to go back in September and December and it didn't really go very well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been back the last couple of weeks and it's been feeling good again. So.
3: So, you know, you, you guys got a lot of press about that, you know, not necessarily a positive situation, but there was a lot of press with the band, you know, a, a lot of news coverage. Have you had anyone come up to your band like, hey, uh, I heard about you guys on the news. Have Have you had any of that stuff like it shows or anything?
4: Uh, Not not so much. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, like, you know, it was kind of in, in the spotlight for 15 minutes and, you know, like everything people get on to the next thing, which sure. is totally fine. I mean, people get shot every day in this country, (laughs) straight up. So, um, you know, it, it, it was cool. You know, some people definitely got eyes on the man for 15 minutes, but it's business as usual. Now
3: you got a cool, you got a cool moment in the rock throne. You got a cool moment in, in, in Dave girls, rock throne. So,
4: yeah. And you know, me and Dave actually stay in touch a little bit. We talked on Christmas and stuff. he's He's a great guy. So, you know, I made a buddy out of it and that's pretty cool.
3: Awesome. So Jacqueline, uh, joining the band uh, during this uh, you know during the pandemic, during the the down period where people couldn't play shows and stuff, tell me about what brought you to Greyhawk. Were you a, a listener of the band beforehand or?
8: I was. I was a fan of Greyhawk before joining and I kept in touch with Darren before. So when they were in need of a guitarist, we were already talking and uh, it seemed like a good fit. I'm a similar fan of same artists. And such as Jesse, as Darren, and as I grew to new Rev and Nate, we all have uh, similar tastes and styles. So it just really, the pieces fell together in that way.
3: So I'm assuming this probably isn't your first band. Uh, You'd played in bands prior to this?
8: I, I have. I've been playing guitar for about 15 years. Awesome. So I've been in bands. I'm not from Seattle. I'm from New York. So I'm a little bit more yeah. familiar with that scene. I moved here 2019. So shortly after was when, I got lucky enough to uh, get in touch with Darren. Darren, was it, was it a uh, Craigslist? I think that was originally. Uh, probably. Down.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like everybody here, uh, except me and Jesse, no, even me and Jesse met on Craigslist. So this is a total <laughs> Craigslist band. Nice. So yeah.
3: Craigslist misconnections. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
4: absolutely.
8: <laughs> it wasn't the back pages, but we, we met on that. Yeah. The musicians and I just kept in touch with them and I was a big fan of their music. So
3: so okay right on uh, are, are we able to look up some of your old projects is there anything that we might be able to look up uh, if you're uh you know not not embarrassed you know <laughs>
8: <laughs> a lot of the previous bands i was in was more uh, tech death or death metal style too, so and as i said it was all new york chapters i like yeah this style of music as well and playing it it's uh a, it's a lot of fun but yeah that's all different styles and genres that i was in previously
3: Wow, cool! Right on. So all over the metal world, with uh, with uh, both globally and uh, you know musically. So, and Jesse. Uh, so during the during the pandemic, you know you you guys aren't able to play shows. Were you you know working on a lot of new riffs and whatnot?
6: Um, yeah, I always am throwing ideas down and just um, like logic when the inspiration comes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes after a few drinks. But uh, <laughs> uh so yeah, I always um I've always got stuff usually going. Um mm-hmm. whether you know turns into a Greyhawk song is pretty much, you know, I'll demo it, uh send it to the to the rest and we go from there. You know.
3: I remember the uh the first time I saw Gray Greyhawk, uh someone nudged me and they're like, dude, watch this guitarist. He's insane like he's he's a beast they're like he's kind of you know seems like kind of a shy guy you know but he's a beast and uh it seems it seems that way so uh how long have you been playing guitar we we just heard from jacqueline how long have you been playing guitar jesse
6: um i don't don't know how many years it was started nine and i'll be 29 beginning of april so okay that's uh, 20 years yeah so a long time at this point cool man well I, who's I violin before that actually started on violin
3: who are a few of your biggest influences as far as like guitar players
6: um yeah very easy um eddie van halen Ingvang momstein uh paul gilbert
3: awesome Out right on and and nate you uh you so you also joined greyhawk via craigslist
7: that's that's correct yeah um at that time I was the fifth and final member uh, to join and um, everything seemed to fall into place pretty quickly. It was, it was nice. And uh, one of the things I like about this band is it, it pushes me as a musician. Um, Jesse obviously writes uh, uh, some, sometimes some fast double bass type, uh, type drum demos. And uh, it really pushed me. I was more of a, kind of a rock or hard rock drummer prior to this band mm-hmm. and and this band definitely pushed me to be more of a true metal musician so yeah. yeah the funny story
4: about nate being being hired in the band um you know me and jesse tried to kind of started trying to form this band in like 2016 yeah. and we went through many many different lineups and you know it, it kind of it honestly got shelved for a while like you know we kind of we had a lineup it, fa- it faded away We're back to square one and then i joined skeletor and then Mm -hmm. it just kind of was on the back burner and one day he was over at my house for barbecue and we were a little bit you know feeling happy and i basically kind of just said man we got to get that band up and going those songs are awesome we got to make that 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 album and we got to get that going so then he started coming up with more musicians and we didn't have a drummer and i was like well you know there's this one guy who seemed really cool and seemed like he knew his um, I just didn't bring him out to, for an audition because he lives all the way out at Yakima, and I was like, "That's not gonna, that's not gonna be sustainable." But I was like, "But you know what? Like, we don't have anybody else, so why don't we give this guy a shot? And if he can make it out to practice from Yakima, then awesome, you know." So that's Nate. He commutes two hour, two and a half hours a week each way for practice. And- Holy yeah and I was like you know he, 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 if he can keep this up you know we'll we'll keep him in the band and you know that was four years ago so he's keeping it up
7: on the name of metal yeah
3: good thing good good thing you guys are all millionaires <laughs>
7: <laughs> wait what
3: why are you laughing uh rev, rev uh so you uh the as the vocalist you're classically trained vocalist not just you know uh you know Trained home vocalist, uh, you know, singing all your Judas Priest records. You also, you're you're trained like with uh, you, you've been in plays and and things like that on stage, right?
5: Yeah, yeah, I uh, I sing in the chorus with Seattle Opera. Um, I've got a master's degree in vocal performance, so yeah, I've I've definitely invested a lot of time in in learning to sing, but. Uh, I certainly learned when I joined Greyhawk that uh, certain aspects of classical technique are applicable to metal singing and, and uh, certain techniques are not. So I've definitely had to kind of build a, a uh, sort of hybrid classical mm. rock technique and, and kind of I've thrown a lot of stuff at the wall over the past few years and then kind of seen what sticks and what doesn't. Um, so I've, I've learned a lot, you know, just as much as any of these guys mm-hmm. Um I, I just kind of had this harebrained idea at one point in 2018. I was like, you know what? Like, I'm not like I want to create more stuff. I want to like step into a slightly different role as a singer. And because as a classical singer, you sing a lot of the greatest music ever written, but there's not a lot of opportunity to really uh have a direct voice in the creative process in terms sure. of writing music and, and writing and writing lyrics. And I wanted to be involved in something on that level. So I was like, you know, I've always loved metal and I can sing. So maybe like a power metal band will want to work with me. Who knows? Yeah. And so uh yeah I went on Craigslist and like it was like the second link down was That's like sick 80s metal band looking for a singer. I was like, oh but all right, you know, might as well give it a shot. And then one thing led to another and here we are. So I, I feel incredibly fortunate that it just all the every door just kind of like opened and just the way it was supposed to to allow this to happen. Um which has been amazing.
3: 80s metal band that's not total dirt bags you were you lucked out on that one dude i really did i mean i didn't know (laughs) what
5: what exactly i was getting into but uh (laughs) but these people rock man like these are great great musicians to play with and everybody's got their own experience but it's a really diverse kind of experience like yeah diverse life experiences diverse musical experiences and uh it just you know it really fit like a glove there were things to figure out but uh it just was it's kind of amazing when i think about it when i think of like how much other musicians go through trying to find yeah. the right fit on a human level and on a musical level like i kind of wonder what i did to deserve
3: it you know and then just considering the fact that you're such good bros with darren that you guys have a podcast and you know like have really good rapport with each other and stuff it's like you know you you, you found like lifelong friends just through craigslist so that's crazy <laughs> yeah right
5: that's <laughs> it's that's the truth that's and awesome. you know, now of course we've we've been through some some pretty heavy stuff
3: together. So oh yeah, absolutely. Well, the song we're gonna play is called Steel Bound. We're gonna jump into this song from Call of the Hawk, the EP by Greyhawk. Uh, is there anything you guys want to say about this song? What's Steelbound all about?
5: Um well, lyrically, uh, it was inspired in part by uh uh I went on this. I do some wilderness guiding stuff and I, Mm -hmm. I guide, um, uh, young teenagers on rites of passage, like vision quests kind of thing to bring them into adulthood. And, uh, we were doing one of these trips over the summer and there's this one kid who, uh, you know, he talked a lot about on the trip, about his younger brother, how much he loved his younger brother. Um, and he kept trying to like, he, he, he had a his knife and he was trying to carve a samurai sword for his brother out of six he found. And he, uh, you know, he kept misplacing it. I think one time, like one of the, one of the swords he was working on, one of the other kids accidentally put it in the bonfire and, but he kept like, just, he was so persistent and so dedicated to making the sword for his brother. He kept saying like, hey, has anybody seen my brother's sword? I'm, I'm looking for, I need to find my brother's sword. And uh, that just, that phrase stuck in my head, my brother's sword. Like, I got to write a song about that. Especially because, okay. like, I'm an only child. I don't really have any siblings. I'm kind of fascinated by when when people have siblings, what that relationship is like. Yeah, you know, and and uh, what that's like in, on an emotional level. And so that was kind of my way of exploring it. It's the story of a brother uh, or a, a man whose younger brother's killed in battle, and he goes looking for the
4: sword. So, wow. The song is also about hammering drums, big fat bass lines, and mm-hmm. shredding guitars. This is this actually is my favorite guitar solo um, from any Great Hawk song on it. It's badass. And, uh, um, yeah, I think we we
5: wanted to really like bring the bring the the kind of manowar influence forward. Um, and to yeah, really, with the gang vocals, with the gang vocals, yeah, and with the um, and just that that sense of of uh, just that that driving forward, and it really felt like oof when when uh, when Jesse wrote this demo, it really just felt like an epic quest and like it had to have a, a theme with some real emotional weight to it even more than other greyhawk songs we just heard this one and right away we were like oh yeah this
3: one this one has some power to it some power right on here it is "It's Steelbound" by greyhawk from call of the hawk out now <laughs>
9: all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com Odyssey Podcast.
2: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.
3: That was Steelbound from Call of the Hawk, available now via Greyhawk. Uh, what's the best way to support you guys? Can you pick that up on physical now, or is it only digital, or how do people get a hold of this?
4: We got CDs now. Um, cool. So it's, it's we have CDs on our Bandcamp, which is greyhawkmetal.bandcamp.com. You can get it from there. Uh, you can also get it from our awesome record label, Fighter Records. Um they have it up in their store, uh, digital and CD. So far, there's no plans for vinyl, but it's actually selling really well. So nice. you know, if anyone's out there and you want this on vinyl or cassette, go talk to Fighter Records and bother them for it. Because you need to test with them to get the vinyl and cassettes made. Because uh, that they're the ones that do it. So just go go over to Fighter Records and say, "Hey, we need this. We need to get Call of the Hawk on vinyl. We need to Call of the Hawk on cassette. Give them a hard time. We need it. us
3: vinyl, por favor." <laughs> okay so i should have asked this uh beforehand but uh do you guys have any upcoming shows
4: yeah a lot when we get into april we have medford metal fest in medford oregon i don't remember exactly what day that is um then we have um washington death fest back in kelso Erebus, and then may 13th, 14th. We're in Chicago for legions of metal festival. Wow. And then June 10th, we are in Worcester, Massachusetts for the Stormbringer metal festival. So busy times.
3: Is that, is that at the Worcester palladium?
4: I know. I I don't have no idea where the heck it is. Okay. <laughs> I've never been out there. So uh, I'm Good excited city. to go for the first time.
5: Somebody's rockin' diner. I believe. Oh, or some. That sounds
7: I, right. Yeah. Get a patty melt, baby. Nate, uh, yeah. are you guys
3: ever going to play your hometown of Yakima?
7: Yeah, actually. uh, So it's funny you you mentioned that Um, right now we're working with Hop Capital Brewing um, for a release of of a new beer. We're doing a collaboration with Hop Capital and Hop Capital happens to have a tap room that's pretty big and a great stage. So the plan is to release the beer, play a show there, really hype it up, Um, even do a T-shirt run with the with the beer design on it. And it should be should be a great time for everybody.
3: That's awesome. Right on. Cool. Well, yes. I, that's one thing I know Greyhawk likes is beer and metal. So
4: We do enjoy a fine barley, malted barley beverage and the sharpest of steel.
3: <laughs> okay, guys. So, uh, you know, obviously the last couple <clears throat> of years have been very difficult on most of us. Um, and this is a question I like to ask. And so let's go around the room. Let's start with Jacqueline. Uh, when you're having a crappy day during this you know, pandemic, or maybe it's just you know crappy news, or you know just having a lot on your mind. What's an album that you can go to that can uh, either like cheer you up? It can get some aggression out. It can make you smile. Anything, you know, any of those moods um, to get you out of that that bad place. What's an album you can go back to?
8: I probably throw on some "Sad Wings of Destiny." Nice.
3: That might
8: that would be my go-to.
7: Awesome, Nate. What about you? It's a great question. I, I think I'm going to go with uh, with Maiden, yeah. Power Slave. Nice. Yeah. And Rev, what about you? Uh, I'm going to say Dio,
6: The Last in Line.
3: Okay, right on. Jesse?
6: Um, Yeah, probably like Van Halen 1, depending, depending on the mood. Is it, is it, <laughs> like awesome. It's a Drama type of day, or is it a anger type of day? Probably would <laughs> defer on the album, but yeah, Van Halen one probably has always been a go-to. Nice. And Darren, what about you?
4: Man of War, Hail to England. I can listen to that album, and that will make me feel like I can conquer anything.
3: Yes, dude, totally get you out of that, you know, and totally, man. So, um you guys said you're playing the Substation. Um, are there any other uh, Northwest venues you guys like to play a lot or what, what's like uh, a place that you w- would shout out? Is there a place that you would consider your home base at all?
4: We used to be the Highline, but sadly, the Highline is no more. I mean, I think our best shows have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, some people, people can say what they want about El Corazon, but El Corazon's was very good to us. They've given us a lot of rad gigs over the years, opening for some amazing bands. I don't have a single bad thing to say about them, so they they kind of are. one People will call
3: it their di- a dive, but damn it, it's my dive.
4: Yeah, and where, where else? Where else are these bands going to play around here? You know, and they and they provide a they have that mid sized room that a lot of bands that can come here can afford to play. That if that wasn't here, they would skip Seattle. Where else will they go? I've heard good things about Bar House. I haven't been there yet. Oh, it's
3: a cool venue. Yeah, it's awesome. Um,
4: and I, I know that the, I, I'm in Beacon Hill and there's a place up the road for me called The Clock Out. That place kicks start-
3: ass too. I saw a death metal band called Vitriol there. Awesome. Yeah.
4: It, I, so I want to I see some shows there. But I mean, we used to kind of just play it at the Highline all the time in town here and that's gone. So that was kind of our home base and we kind of got to find a new one. But Substation's cool too. I mean, the last time we, we played with hellfire substation that was a lot of fun you know it's good, nice. good sound in there and good people work there so it's a cool spot um and you know we played a cult mead down in tacoma last summer had a great yeah. time down there so there's some there's some spots popping up down in tacoma to play too
5: i would just like to give a shout out i mean if we have any listeners down in southern washington or in portland uh, we mentioned we're playing in kelso a couple times coming up and part of the reason we're playing down there is just because the venue Erebus is such a cool hangout it's just a really neat spot that's unexpected down in Kelso it's a, a labor of love I think for the people who run it it's uh, it's a tribute to horror movies and heavy awesome. metal and it's a really comfy cozy spot uh they always take really good care of us and um it's just such a nice place to hang out. We just keep going back to play there because uh, they've got a cool stage. It's a great vibe. So if you're ever in Kelso, uh, be sure to check out Erebus because it's just uh, it, it, it'll it'll be a real pleasant surprise, probably for the kind of folks who listen to this show. That's rad.
4: Yeah, shout out to Cambie and the Nimo up in Canada, dude. Oh, yeah. every, <laughs> time, every time we play the Cambie up in the Nimo, it's wild. So <laughs> that's another good spot to play. play
3: we awesome. wild out
4: up there. Mm-hmm.
3: So you guys are playing some, some big metal festivals here in 2022, you know, things are coming back. You know, I saw Metallica last week in Las Vegas, and that's when I was just like, you know, okay. Things are starting to look up, you know, it's, 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 uh, it's been a wild ride, but, uh, you know, we're coming into, you know, these big festivals you guys are playing in 2022. Do you guys have any, uh, any goals or, uh, you know, any plans for the future here?
4: Yeah, man. Big plans. Uh, We're writing our next full length already. I think we're two songs deep into that. Um, And the first couple we've written, I'm extremely excited about. You know, we really want to make a record that's going to kind of push us to the next level. Uh, And other than that, Europe. Like, Europe is the goal. That's where... The, the people who listen to our music live. Um, yes. Went, and the people who put your music out live straight up. Um, you know, I went to Germany and, you know, I'm not, and I'm not throwing any shade at North America here, but I went to Germany in 2019 and it, it, it almost makes it, it almost made it hard to go to shows here after that, because oh yeah, everything is next level there. Um, people go to the shows in Europe. You're not trying to like get super drunk or be an idiot or like, be seen with their buddies. They're there because they're fans and all the eyes are forward. Ears are forward. They they're there for the band that they came to see. And the energy is just incredible. And I really want to take this crew to Europe so they can experience it. It's, it's an amazing thing.
3: Awesome. Well, I hope that happens and you know, the world's opening up and I, I see you guys going to going to Europe and I think you guys will do really well there. So let's uh, cross our fingers for that. Um, before we jump into the last song, do you guys have any uh, shout outs or uh, thank yous?
4: Oh man, I would just, for me, I would just like to thank everybody that's, you know, stuck with Greyhawk and bought our merch and supported our music through this last couple of years when, you know, everyone has their own going on and, you know, the world's been really, really tough to deal with. Just the fact that people have, you know, stuck by us and, and, and bought lots of CDs and records and everything. I mean, we get merch in. We can't keep it in the stores anymore. In, in our stockpiles anymore.
3: Just, it's a good problem to have. It's like a good problem to have.
4: And like the post office hates Jacqueline, so oh, they, they they don't. The, the post office she goes to. She got yelled at the couple, last couple times. How rude! <laughs> well, you know, some people, some people's kids, you know, do But um, yeah, it's. I mean, the support's been incredible through it. I just like to thank everybody out there that's that's been cool and has supported us through this, through all this and all the crap that went down in Boise and everything. And everyone that just kind of stuck by us. So it's been pretty cool.
3: Right on, right on guys. Well, uh, we're going to go into uh, the second song here. This is the title track call of the Hawk who wants to introduce it. Raise your hand. All right, Rev, I'm going to shut up and you're going to do this because I'm going to call upon you To In the most cheesy radio FM DJ way, you need to introduce this song on Loud and Local. All right, I'm shutting up. All right, here's a
5: song about a mighty hawk that brings inspiration and uh, hope to all who see it flying and hear its mighty cry, and here's a secret. The hawk is Greyhawk.
3: All right. This is Call of the Hawk by Greyhawk. Dude, I can't let my bosses hear this. They're going to fire me and hire you, dude. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Amazing. I
4: knew that was going to be awesome. I'm just like, here we go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's
3: Greyhawk. Call of the Hawk on Loud and Local Stay Home Sessions.